Hello and welcome to the American College of Osteopathic Internist podcast, Docs Off the Clock. Juggling the business of medicine and caring for patients means doctors always seem to be on the clock. Docs Off the Clock features some of today's best voices in healthcare with tips on how to live a better balanced life. Thanks for stopping by today. The purpose of this podcast is to learn about physician leadership from the bedside to the boardroom. We're joined by Dr. Karen Nichols, who is a physician leader and doctor of osteopathic medicine and president of the ACOI in 2000-2001 and the first woman to be elected to the office. Welcome, doctor. Thank you. Appreciate getting a chance to talk to you. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. So, doctor, you are undoubtedly an exemplary example of a physician leader. You've led at every level of your career, from the bedside to the boardroom. Would you talk a little bit about what it means to be a physician leader? Oh, sure. From my perspective, every single physician is a leader. It's what we're trained to do. It's how you approach every patient. And the interesting perspective is that as a physician, we bring a particular view to medicine that is not part of how other leaders are trained in medicine. So it's really important that physicians be involved in leadership. We have a responsibility to move into other arenas and serve as leaders with our physician background. Do the years of developing clinical skills translate well into leadership, and does being a skilled clinician automatically translate into being a skilled leader? What's the difference? That is an excellent question. I think you probably know I just published a book entitled Physician Leadership, The 11 Skills You Need to Be an Effective Physician Leader, and I deal with this exact set of questions. Yes, developing the clinical skills does translate well into leadership in some of those skills. In other areas, the skills that you learn as a physician are not the ones that you need to have to be an effective leader. And there's a third category of skills that we have learned as physicians, and they're exactly the same skills that you use as a leader, but we don't do it. So let me give you a quick overview of what I'm talking about. First of all, there are things that we should do as a physician and we do them exactly the same as a leader. And those are things you almost don't have to mention, like exhibiting excellent character and following ethical principles, exactly the same as a physician, as a leader. That second category would include things like having good relationships. And it's not something you really have to do in order to be an effective physician with your patients. The relationship is automatic because of the roles that you hold, physician and patient. In a leadership role, not providing medical care, relationships become critically important. You have to develop an awareness of the person that you're working with, understand the skill set that they bring, the perspective that they bring, and understand that just because it's not your perspective and not how you look at things, they're not wrong compared to you being right. You have to build relationships. 
And as a doctor seeing a patient, yes, you have a doctor-patient relationship. This is very different. The third category is what is so interesting, and it took me a while to figure this out. And here's an example. As you approach communications with a patient, you give them the information, they gather what it is you want to explain to them, and that is the essence of your communications. When you enter into a relationship in a leadership situation, we don't apply that same thoughtfulness about communications. We'll say a word like independent and you know what it means and the person saying it knows what it means. But if you were talking to a patient, you would ask them more questions. Well, what does that mean to you? How does it feel to you? Describe when that happens. The problem is when we go into a physician as a leader situation, we assume everybody knows what the words mean, and that gets us into a lot of trouble. So there's some interesting distinctions between being a physician with skills and a leader with skills. And doctor, how does one go about developing these required skills to be a successful leader? How do they learn them? Well, every organization that you belong to, particularly ACOI, has been excellent in this, understands that it's very important for our physicians to be leaders. So there are programs, there are certificates, there are degrees that are out there for physicians. I try to avail myself of every kind of training opportunity that comes along because you can always learn more. There are lots of training opportunities out there. Of course, I would recommend my book because it's kind of a summary of the literature that's out there and the points that are important for physicians to learn. There are plenty of other ways to learn how to be a leader. So what unique challenges face physicians as they look to develop these goals? That is really the essence of the question. Physicians are so educated, and we have been trained, certified, re-educated, retrained, recertified for 12, 16 plus years that we know how to be physicians very well. And we sometimes slip into the assumption that all of that training and education is fungible or exactly translates into the way that you do it in leadership. And as I've pointed out, it's not. That's the biggest challenge, is to understand how we have been trained to take care of patients is not 100% applicable and effective in the way that you need to be a leader. So are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with on this topic? I think the fact that people are giving consideration to being a leader outside of the physician-patient relationship is the most critical message that I want to get across. Physicians bring an unparalleled experience in the physician-patient relationship realm. Nobody else has that depth of education and 
can utilize it to benefit patients. So we've got to put that in play in helping move the health systems forward, the governmental approaches to healthcare forward. Physicians have to be at the table and they have to be effective leaders at the table. It's been a pleasure, Dr. Nichols. What a fascinating topic. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you and appreciate your questions and your thoughtfulness. Check out our website at www.acoi.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you for spending a little time with us today. If you're interested to learn more about Dr. Nichols' lessons in leadership, her book, Physician Leadership, The 11 Skills Every Doctor Needs to Be an Effective Leader, is available at Amazon.com and where other books are sold. We look forward to future podcasts where we will continue to explore issues of importance to you. For additional information, please contact the ACOI directly at 1-800-327-5183 or by visiting our website at www.acoi.org. You can also email us at acoi at acoi.org. Until next time, be well.